is a member of the Mice Chat Podcast Network. MicePod.com. Now, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are ours and ours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Let's put on the show. Growing older is mandatory. Growing up is optional. This After Dark, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Yes, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome back. This uh, after dark. episode twenty-one. I'm Paul. I'm Nick. I'm Paul. And, and we have a guest in the mouse's head with us again. Um, we're, we're letting him out of the back because he's a chef. You know, I don't know if that title is real. I'm like a fake chef. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not real podcasters, so I don't worry about it. Hang on, hang on. Before we before we like announce who it actually is, can yeah. we make some guesses? Yeah. Is it because of the new ride opening this week in Disneyland Paris? Is it Remy? I'm pretty sure it's not Remy. Ah, it Gusto. <laughs> no, it's the wrong accent. Yeah. No, it's um. Well, you can introduce yourself. You know, a lot of people just call me Panda. I do have the occasional person that calls me Big Fat Panda because of the website. And they're usually scared when they say that because they think they're insulting me. So I have people come up to me and say, excuse me, my wife wanted me to ask you, are you? And then they go, Big Fat Panda. And sometimes I'll act surprised and be like, excuse me? How how very dare you? Otherwise, John is fine. Okay, John. Well, we, we, we thought Mr. Panda, just yeah. given that we're British and we're very polite. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I just realized I must have an accent for all of you. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. That must be it. <laughs> well, not, 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 not to all <laughs> of us. Yeah, we, we've all got accents to each other. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, here in America, whenever they want us to take something serious, they just have a British person tell it to us, and we believe it more than if other Americans hold the things. We're all bad guys, but that's the stereotype. I did uh, I did hear a rumour that um, they were thinking when uh, Obama was first going on the campaign trail all those years ago to become president, that they were going to dub him in with um, uh, an English accent. It, it probably would have worked better. Just yesterday, during Frozen, the person doing the, the Master of Ceremonies, he would come out and he'd say, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Arendelle. And he was, he was British. And that's how we liked it more. We believed that Anna and Elsa were really there because he told us. <laughs> when, when really, if you're going to go down the, hand, the the story, it should be some sort of Norwegian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we wouldn't have known that, so we wouldn't have taken yeah. a serious. So. Which you start to wonder how racist that would have been if it had come out. <laughs> Hello, you, ladies and gentlemen. You are not the first to come this <laughs> way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You know the worst thing as well is yeah. that anyone that's ever met any actual Norwegians, um, and obviously there are a few at Epcot as well if you if you haven't, yeah. um, but actual Norwegians have more of an American accent when they speak English than some Americans. 
Oh dear. Anyway, um, true story. Yeah, yeah, gentlemen. Um, as we are actually in the Melsey's head, uh, we better start as we mean to go on. What are you drinking, chaps? Uh, I'm still on as it's the uh, the World Cup of uh, of football, or to American this is soccer. Then um, I'm still trotting through the Bud Light World Cup editions, which come in a nice gold bottle. Excellent. Mm. <sighs> Cheers. <sighs> Cheers. Mr. Mr. D. So I got a bottle of Krabby's Raspberry Alcoholic Ginger Beer. Ah. Uh, right, so there's a really tenuous Disney connection here. So the, the raspberries apparently are natural Scottish raspberries. So Scotland, ginger, the connection is Brave and Merida, <laughs> our favourite ginger princess. Oh, yeah, we, we, you could have also gone down the fact that it's just called Krabby's and that describes most parents and children <laughs> it's just the eighth, before the fireworks. <laughs> it's the eighth dwarf. <laughs> it's, also, Krabby. Yeah. it's also a tenuous um, uh, universal connection. That was what I was thinking of. Yeah. Mr. Krabs yeah. from SpongeBob's Crabpants. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and Crab and Goyle were in Harry Potter. If we're going to go down that route, we oh, could we, we, we could fit as many tenuous links. Um, <laughs> Mr. Panda, sir, had you have been briefed uh, prior to coming in the pub, what would you be drinking? You know, over here it's four p.m., so it's kind of like the middle of the day. I don't like to drink shush, 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 till later you'll, you'll, on, but you'll, you'll give it away. Shush. Oh no, no, it's late. It's late at night here. It's dark. It's very dark. <laughs> I have a little vodka, vodka water with a little bit of flavoring spiked with vodka. Oh, it's, it's a it's a fair enough start for an afternoon's drinking session. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, I'm on uh, our local Ada Brewery again, and I have found some happy ever after. Oh, nice. and how's this compared to the last one? Uh, not so gingery and not so chilly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, light and gold. Very good and and, and tasty. And actually served at a decent temperature because I remembered to put it in the fridge. Well, to be honest, I was waiting so long for, uh, for the show to start. My beer's almost gone warm. It had been in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, sorry about obviously. that. Obviously. Yeah, my raspberries have gone off. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, right, well, uh, we've had some suggestions of Disney-related drinks come in over email. And we will be hitting those up at some point. But should anyone else want to suggest any Disney-related beverages for us to imbibe, or just general feedback for the show. How do they do that? Can you hear that silent motor in the background? Yes, that was an excellent segue. Oh, beautiful. You can find us at <laughs> www.disasterdart.com. I'll be here a week trying to stay. And you can email us at podcast at disasterdart.com. Uh, you can. Or you can find us on Twitter at disasterdark. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash disasterdark. And you can find us on macechat.com. And on Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, anywhere else you happen to be wanting Ask to Ask Jeeves, GeoCities, AltaVista, uh, AOL. Yahoo. Um, yeah. RudeTube.com, I don't know, probably, somewhere. Don't, don't search for us on there, just in case. <laughs> but yeah, certainly don't forget the eye out of this After Dark if you're searching for anything. Yeah, please don't. And on that note as well... <laughs> Uh, Mr. Panda, and yes. I'm sure already that some people uh, listen to this show, all uh, 15 of them, um, will probably know who you are. But just in case there's a 16th person doesn't know who you are, can you tell us where you're from? I am originally from Long Island, New York, here in the United States. 
And it was always my dream to move to Florida to be close to the theme parks. Mm-hmm. So now I'm from Claremont, Florida, which is in central Florida, about a half hour from Disney. Nice. Ah. And, and how do people find your, uh, your, your, your Disney news and, and related items? Oh, I'm sorry. You might have said, where am I from as far as my website? Well, it was, uh, what it was, I didn't want people to, um, I should have said that because I didn't want people to stalk you. <laughs> that, was the, that was the risk we just ran now. I do yeah. apologize. <laughs> No, that's my fault. com is really my YouTube channel. I don't have an actual website yet because videos is what I do. So I figured just keep the YouTube channel. And I'm sending people there because there's where there's a monthly show that I do called the Big Fat Panda Show. And uh, BigFatPanda.com has all the videos that I try to take of all the attractions and the theme parks. And I try to do my multi-angle panda vision and all that sort of thing. Would you say it's a, a panoramic view? Oh, for crying ah, out loud. I, you know, I'm going to use that. I'm stealing Please that. Please do. Please do. Uh, send the royalties to uh, podcastdesolve.com. Um, the, only, the only shoot your videos in black and white. Oh, there's another one. Ooh, I try that. Well, I'm, not, I'm not proud of this, okay? <laughs> oh, it's just family. where Nick leads, I follow. Oh, that's it. I, I see. <laughs> Come now, Chi-Chi. Um, right, and that was at Divine Disney that suggested the beers, so thank you very much for that. And, uh, yeah, we're going to try our best to track down some of those because some of those sound pretty good. But we won't say them on, on the show because that will spoil the effect later on. So yeah. thank you very much. Yeah, because I'm sure people listen to this podcast, wait for the first five minutes, ooh, I wonder what Disney-related drink they've got. And, uh, and, and then they just fast-forward the rest of it. That, that's all my wife <laughs> listens to before giving up. <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. Oh, well, I guess uh, at this point, um, I play a jingle that says something about the news. A view of the news with this after dark. So, what has tickled our news fancies this week? Mm. Well, I, we've got oh. ha- having the fact that. I'm going to be managing to make it before the 1st of September. And I've got the two girls. Frozen summer fun. Yes. You, I, I, I envisaged you making a fist pumping action when you said that. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Frozen, probably, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick, Nick's going to make a fist pump for saying he's not going to see yes. until yeah, Frozen falls. He's really, he's really happy for you. <laughs> Can I just? <laughs> does, it, does it tell? Does it tell? Don't really yeah, tell. No. Um, but saying that, actually, I will. I have actually um, again because I'm not going. Um, I have actually checked out some footage of this, so I'm fully, I'm fully versed on what's going on. Actually, yeah, it's, for once, uh, all, all man, all manner of frozen related events that you mentioned earlier, John, like uh, a guy putting on an English accent introducing <laughs> two Norwegian princesses, uh, some fireworks. A, a snowman that appears on a big TV. Yeah. I was there the first day that they started yeah. this. And listen, I'm, I'm going to, you know, before the before this podcast is up, I'm going to complain and rant about it probably with you guys for a while. But all in all, feel free. I've got to tell you, it was pretty good. They did a good job for something that was really put together on a very, very quick schedule. Mm. I probably more about it than I should on how quick they somebody went to a boardroom and said we need to do this and a couple of hours later 
this was put together. But so, so, sometime, sometime before Diagon Alley opens, put this together. Oh, I don't even know. It might not have been. Might, oh, yeah. No, it was probably put together as Diagon Alley opens. Yeah. And, and, you know, I don't... Obviously, you can't compare the two. One is a multi-billion dollar expansion, and one is a, you know, just a, a quick overlay for a theme. But you had to see the little girls' faces there. They just thought that they were in, you know, La La Land and totally enchanted and got to say there were times where i gave a nice smile and i thought okay this is fun by the end of the night i was frozen out but they did a good job <laughs> <laughs> i think that's it i mean i, I to be honest I, I don't think disney had any idea in their wildest dreams that nope, frozen would have been this juggernaut really you are absolutely correct i think that they expected what happened with tangled it was popular mm. they made some money and that was it this yeah. became an absurdly popular all the things came together for it like the perfect storm between the songs and the the whatever it just came together and people loved it yeah, yeah. i mean i i remember seeing the trailer for it and we watched the trailer. me and my wife watched the trailer together and just after it launched online and both saw it and it was the the teaser with um olav and sven um chasing, uh, trying to get the carrot yeah, which and, wasn't even uh, in the movie, yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's one of those teaser things that they, they do is just... Um, yeah, I like that. So it's yeah. not in the film. Um, but you saw that and you thought, oh, God, this is going to be crap in it. We did that. There was nothing... It, it was like a very very simple joke, not particularly funny, almost tried too hard. And you thought, oh, man, this isn't going to be good. And you know, It's, it's with... going to be about a bloke and his reindeer. That's it. And to yep. be honest as well, like, you know, they released the, the Varnalmations and, you know, it was the princesses and they did an Olaf as well. And uh, quite small numbers. And again, you thought, well, oh, they're going to sit there for a while. Yeah. And yep. uh, and it just Not it just all. took off. And yeah. all, I mean, on top of that as well, I mean, I don't know what it's been like in America, but um, I think it was last week. So the middle of June was the first time that I walked into a Disney store and they actually had the dresses on the rails and didn't have people queuing up for them. You should because have literally, as they were coming, as they were coming, when the dresses were coming in, they'd maybe get 10 at a time and people would be queuing up all day to get them. Yeah. Saturday was a two hour wait to get into the merchandise area. And I couldn't believe it that they wanted people were waiting two hours to go and spend hundreds of dollars on things. And they were walking out with bags and bags of frozen stuff. And everybody had a smile on their face. And I was like, wow, that is the way to do it. Yeah. And they and walk then, outside in the hot Florida sun and it all starts to melt. And oh, it's just a nightmare. And if you buy the merchandise, yeah. you then feel compelled to wait the five hours to meet them for the meet and greet. <laughs> well, at least at least they solved that with this with this event they seem to be mm. much more uh available to meet and greet or at least you saw them right on stage in front of you yeah have you guys read about all the stuff that's on ebay because there just isn't yeah. enough merchandise to go around there, there, so, yeah. some, of, some of the dolls and the animators or limited editions going up for like between between a thousand pounds and two and a half thousand pounds isn't that well there's the, one which is a set a set of four dolls, two of each, uh, Anna and Elsa, and then a DVD and a lithiograph. That's on eBay for almost £6,000. Yeah, but has that got bids on it? Oh, my God. It, se- it seems to be going. I mean, I know they did... Um, I know Harrods yeah. did a set of dolls mm-hmm. that were limited edition. I think they were limited of about 300 or something like that. But yep. they were the same dolls that Disney Store did as well. 
Um, I think their limited edition there was a couple of thousand worldwide. But, I mean, they do go for a pretty penny. Um, Mr. Boniface kindly bought me um, the Princess Spanomations when he was in Disneyland Paris. Um, and I think now they go for well, about $150, I think. Um, and the Olaf's about the same as well. Wow. Just, 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 just crazy. I mean, you know, some, some vinyls, vinylmations can be quite expensive, to be fair. But, um, yeah, again, because of the limited number they've done, they're just incredibly in demand. And those animator dolls, we, bought, we actually managed to get those a few weeks ago. Um, just we wanted to get them for our daughter, who, who was one, um, for her to play with when she gets a bit older. And we just couldn't find them. And, and, but now, all of a sudden, they seem to have just about got the stocks up. Um, but it's taken a long time. I mean, no, that stuff's been around since before Christmas, just before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And they've only just now started to get to the stage where you can get into a store and you might be able to find what you wanted without yeah. having to queue up for hours. So it's it it's really has become a phenomenon. The 10th um, highest grossing film in mm-hmm. cinema history. Well, it's overtaken wow. The Lion King as, as Disney's biggest yep. um, biggest film. Um, of course, that doesn't include inflation, and Frozen also had 3D as well. Mm-hmm. So that would have bumped up prices and, yep. and money. But, you know, if you want to still look at it on the actual figures you see on, like today, then yes, it, it is... It's it's completely ridiculous, and um, but you know, just for like, I, mean, I think it's a good film, so I'm not going to slag it off. But um, not like Maleficent, but um, <laughs> but it, but you know what? I think you know it was good for the studios to get something like that in. Um, I did look at some of the pictures of uh, the Fun Park or the Wonderland or whatever it's called, and it did look a little bit like, uh, and the guys will know what I mean here. One of those cheap Christmas grottos you get. Yeah, uh, it was just like an inside with loads of Christmas trees, with fiber mm. optics. Um, but uh, like you said, Mister Pandler, it is—it's done, been done really quickly, a very quick turnaround. Um, yeah. And at the end of the day, they themed it enough to make it not look that cheap, but whilst being able to make people believe it is that world. And that's what's key at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Frozen Two, Slushy. And frozen, <laughs> and frozen three puddle. Yeah. I'm going to get the whole trilogy. <laughs> uh, it it could have been. I mean, it's going to be a good event for the Littlands to go to, but it, it could have been so much worse. At, at least they didn't think. I know. Well, let's get rid of that little area where the 102 Dalmatians set was, and then the <laughs> Narnia set. Let's put something frozen in a little room. Yeah, now it's pirates, and it's still not that great. <laughs> so, have you, um, have you, or did you, when you did this the other day, did you do the um, just the normal events, or did you go for the VIP option? I did not take the VIP option, and I am so glad I did not. Oh, right. okay. Fifty nine dollars uh, here in the US. Yep. Uh, and it was, you know, you got these uh, special VIP areas to watch the show from. And it always seemed that Anna and Elsa kind of ignored that section. <coughs> if you watch my video when they come down the Royal Welcome, Anna and Elsa stare into my camera and they wave almost like they're looking right at me. And I'm realizing the VIP section is right on the other side of them. They never looked at those people. No so, disrespect, but they, they probably didn't know who you were. 
because I don't well, think I've ever seen a panda before. Which was strange. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, no, no, they, uh, yeah, it was just for some reason they didn't, uh, you didn't need to have it. And you were able to get into the sing-along show whenever you wanted to, pretty much. You have to get a ticket for that before the show. So it, it might have helped some people, but it didn't seem necessary. Well, the only thing that I've, I've read about it which did pique my interest, surprisingly, and you'll hear why in a second, is the fact that um, you've got the priority viewing areas, which may or may not have been priority viewing areas, um, but you also had a dessert party, and you also, that, had beverages. Now, during uh, the, the um, shows and the parades, you were getting bottles of the Sani or other Coke-related products, other brands of soft drinks are available, um, but when you went to the dessert party, you actually had the choice of having alcoholic frozen beverages. That is true. Yes, you could have still purchased them separately, but you did have them. And I have to tell you, a cupcake, and listen, you guys know I like food, but the cupcake, it was an Olaf cupcake, which was carrot cake. And then the, mm. you know, the was icing on top, I have to tell you, it was the best cupcake I've ever tasted in my life. Yep. I would go back just for that. It was $5.15. Well worth it. It was huge. You could share it with someone until I have enough. And see, so like, you know, if you bought 10 of those, yeah, still... that's the same price as the VIP ticket. Yeah. This is true. I could mail them back to London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, they'll be fine. They'll be completely yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to try to find a little way to keep them cold. Campbell Lindsay, I think, knows you guys, the guy who does my special effects. Yeah, and, uh, uh, I know. Uh, yeah, Soren fan. Soren fan, yeah. Campbell yeah. Lindsay. And I tried to. Uh, I really have to find a low-priced way to send him stuff because there's so much stuff that he wants, but you know, with the shipping, it turns out to not be worth it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah we find that quite a lot, unfortunately, to our yeah. chagrin. Um, but um, it's, it's just started. It's just opened. Um, it's going all summer long. Um, have they announced an end date for it yet? First, September. First of September. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be extended, surely. I have I a feeling so. they might extend it, yeah. I hope so. We don't get there until the 29th of August, and... I don't know. We'll be in the park by the first of September. Now, Paul, let it go. Oh, hey, someone likes to get in there first. Yeah, we've been giving up to the last ten minutes. Um, John, did you yeah. see the John? Did you see the fireworks? I did, and there's a here's something that again, I'm only saying on this podcast. I wouldn't tell you on another. I was warned that the fireworks the night that I was there would not be that great, not just because of the low-lying clouds and the rain, but they actually did not have enough time to purchase the product, which I believe comes from Japan or China, these expensive fireworks. They didn't have enough time to get what they wanted. So I was told on subsequent nights the fireworks would be much better because they're ordering a lot more. Yeah. Mm. Fair enough. And it was, and it was Disney, delightful as well. So. Say that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, in that case, I'll have to go on YouTube and look up Ricky uh, Ricky Briganti's stuff then. <laughs> Actually, uh, he's probably got the same one as me because we were there the same day. Oh. But I know, that, I do know that Ricky, I was with him. We hung out today. He stayed further back, so his fireworks actually might give a better view where I'm closer <laughs> up to the stage. <laughs> oh, I've got. I just got a vision of these Disney cast members putting little rockets in milk bottles, empty milk bottles. <laughs> Yeah, that's, how, that's yeah. what I do. With a, with a box of matches. <laughs> here we go, here we go. I've, I've, we, we, we were a bit short, so I've picked these up from the Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Do you have do you have the Elsa-themed firework? Yeah, here's the blue one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Picks up a blowout. 
Uh, you could even tell the animation on Olaf was, you know, was was quick. Nothing really was synced up very well with the voice. But again, a, you know, there was families with little kids, and they really were just yeah. in their glory. So you know, you may you could ask a little ten-year-old, uh, what did you like better? All the millions of dollars that Universal spent, or when you saw Elsa sing Let It Go on stage. And they will probably tell you that the Frozen was the best thing they've ever seen in their whole life. So, yeah. You know, it's funny how they know what they're doing uh, marketing wise. Can't argue with that. Can't. <sighs> now, when it comes to Avatar, they, they, they better not skimp. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be on that. I want to see a nice Pandora. Mm -hmm. uh, That'd yes. be good. Oh, have we lost the Nick? I thought I had a blip. Yes, yes, we 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 lost a Nick, but uh, I'll, I'll get him back, and I've got to edit it anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope you get that out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try him again. Yeah, <laughs> he's back. I'm front. Oh, fair enough. More, hey. more fun than Brighton, me. Yeah. Uh, dear. Now I've really got to edit it. We got an explicit tag on right now, Nick. Oh really? Is, is yeah, when you left. Again? Yeah, Mr. Boniface uh, let one go. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he let he let it go. <laughs> um, just a, just a quick shout out to uh, David Wilders and uh, where you got this name from? I don't know. Am Amish baby machine. <laughs> what? Yeah. Hey? What? Okay. Like, just like they just. Just accept it. Just yeah, accept yeah. it. Move along. Oh, yeah. and uh, genie as well. Move so, thanks. Move along. Move along. Someone. But, I, but yeah, I've got no idea. Where do you even? Who comes up with? Oh, David's taken. Oh, Michael's taken. Oh, what can I have? What can I have? Amish baby machine. Done. <laughs> there you go. So, so, someone's randomly watching the twitters. Amish <laughs> baby machine. Might be, that might be one answer to it. <laughs> um, did anyone start another news story? Because I have one. Yeah, yeah. Far away. An interesting one from our friends at Universal Studios in Japan. Okay. Okay. Um, this I find very interesting. So obviously there's already a Universal Studios park in Japan, as we know. Yep. Which in fact is opening up um, their Harry Potter yep. area this week. Um, but um, they're looking to, or they put a bidding to build and operate a casino complex. Okay. And that would also... Uh, potentially have a second park. Hmm. So it would be a casino and a park and uh, and a uh, resort. It, it doesn't surprise me because there's one on Sentosa Island where Universal Singapore is already, so... Mm. Yeah. Ah. I mean, you know... That, that's... Casino next yeah. to a Universal? Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine what? like a Harry Potter casino? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not she sure if uh, JK wins. Rowling will sign that off, to be honest. <laughs> But it's not a bad idea. But, um, I mean, of course, I, I, I don't know how many people know about this, uh, especially in the UK, but uh, Americans probably would do, that this isn't, if this happens, if this pulls off, this won't be the first time that a casino has had a theme park. Um, because back in the early night, well, mid-90s, the MGM Grand on the Las Vegas Strip had a theme park. Yep. Yeah, and New, York, theme York, theme New, York, New York's got one. Well, it's got well. a ride. Yeah, hmm. isn't there an indoor part as well? Nah, not really. But at, this, but at MGM, they had like it was it was like a mini Hollywood Studios. Was it? What mm. happened to that park? It just closed up. Yep, yep, literally. Um, it, I, I think the thing is when it, from what I've read about it, 
which is actually quite a lot for somebody who shouldn't. Um, <laughs> it, uh, it's, it was kind of at a time when Vegas was trying to attract more to families. Right. Um, right. And then as soon as that decided to die out because nothing else was, you know, that was the only real family thing that had opened up there properly. Um, so they kind of just nixed it. It just wasn't bringing in the punters enough. And, uh, yeah, it closed around uh, 99-2000. I think it was Wizard yeah. of Oz themed. I would have loved to have seen that. Well, the yeah, because the, the hotel itself was a really Wizard of Oz themed. Um, but they had, like, their, their big attraction was, like, a boat tour. So if you think about the Backlot tour we have at the studios yeah. um, in Paris or, or uh, Orlando, it was similar to that, but on a boat. And included like a set like Apocalypse Now with a helicopter and everything. It's supposed to be very impressive, and it was also like a journey to the center of the Earth attraction. And yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, let's build a, a movie-related theme yeah. park because that will be good. We'll, and that will really go towards families. What are we going to do? Apocalypse Now. <laughs> hey, it was it was a very that... very family-friendly film in the early nineties. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Nick, I think you're getting confused. That journey to the center of the Earth attraction that's called the Grand Canyon. Oh, <laughs> it's just, just extended out across the it looks lot. So real, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not so yeah. much family friendly anymore. It's just their family. But I mean, it's it's an interesting concept. I mean, obviously, that part of the world has has actually taken over as the gambling kind of part of the world now, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that whole, the, especially China. Um, so I can imagine that it will work out quite well because you know the Japanese love theme parks. And they love to gamble. So, uh, interesting. But it's only broken the last couple of days. So, I mean, you know, as with all these things, it is an actual story. It is looking to happen. But uh, like you've seen with um, the also revealed this week, Disneyland Dubai, um, these things are often talked about and don't actually happen. So, um, yeah, we'll wait and see on that one. Yeah, I mean, there's already the Universal Arch just sitting in the middle Mm. of the desert. So, uh... But to be honest, the Disney... um... Disney part was never actually officially announced. No. They just have they plans ha- drawn for it. They should hire Stacey G. Aswad to do their in-room movie. Love theme parks? Love gambling? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> I wish you'd do a th- film about my life. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, no, just no. Like, I just mean, you know, wouldn't it be fun? Why if she just stood by you all the time narrating? I don't know, I just, I just think it'd be really insane, but that's just me. Sorry. There's no malicious thoughts going on, you sickos. So, 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 so everyone has to get up first thing in the morning, turn on their TV, and rather than breakfast television, it's top ten things to do in your life today. Yeah. Number one, go to the shops. See, already, you've already messed it up. First thing to do, brush your teeth. Don't boy. Goodness sake. Um, but it's, that's just me. You know, Stacey Top seems ten. like a nice person. If she wants to ever come on the show, uh, we're welcome to have you on. She's very welcome, yeah. Indeed. Um, but yes, that was, that was by... Yeah, I hope we're in her top 10 podcast. Um, we're probably not putting in the top 50 or something. Um, but that was my story. So did anyone else have any other news? Or <sighs> Well, I don't know. Has anyone else got any? No, it was all Frozen related. I mean, in addition to the fact that the movies grossed so well and they're selling all the merchandise, it's actually they're actually reckon it's driving Disney's share price up. That's just how big an effect it's having. Oh. God, we'll quickly get over to Disneyland Paris then. Yeah. Do those shares going up? No. Yeah, well, I, I have got the railroad in Disney World. That's scheduled for refurbishment now. Is it really? Yep. 
Closing the railroad. Down, cl closing down from September the 28th through to November the 8th. Phew, that's and, okay then. And reopening to guests on November the 9th. Hmm. Well, so, what are they doing there? I, I, don't, I don't quite know what they mean as refurbishment. Perhaps they just mean like cleaning the trains and repainting them. We're not talking a complete 3D refurb of everything and then doing a, uh, <laughs> oh, a, a Hogwarts sorry. Express TV screens on the side of the carriages. Nah, they, they're going to replace them with diesels. <laughs> Upgrade them. I was reading, actually. They do have uh, problems finding parts for these steam trains. Yeah. Well, well they would do now, yeah. Yeah, they're old, aren't they? No, I, was, I was reading the other day that I think it's the Mark Twain... I'm not sure what part they said it was. It was it might have been Disneyland. Um, but it runs on um, biodiesel. Yeah, done the trains as well. Don't they run on like, recycled uh, oil from the fat fryers? I think That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I, I think I heard about the trains before, but yeah, I just read about the Mark Twain. I thought, oh. But now you said that, I think I think you're right. I think it's probably the trains as well, isn't it? But uh, yeah, which yeah, is good. I mean, it's, nice environmentally, it's environmentally friendly. And it makes you hungry. <laughs> well, then Universal buys the oil after the train's done with it, and that's how their French fries are made. <laughs> the, words, the words of Mr. Panda may or may not be true. <laughs> then, again, then again, he's already announced, you, you know your food, so... Uh, yeah, yeah I, believe well, that. I believe that. I like the food at Disney better, let's say that. Yeah. You, 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 you said earlier when uh, when something said in a British accent you believe it, but when food related things are said in the accent of a big panda, <laughs> thank you. You believe them. Take that to the bank. <laughs> oh. Speaking of banks, if you have any questions about Diagon Alley? I did see it for the media event, so let me know. I have oh. a feeling Nick was just about to segue there. No, I was trying to segue, and then I thought, no, I, I, I can't. Where can I go from Miss? All I could go was Mr. Banks. And yeah. <laughs> that, that's quite old now, so no. Um, yes, I mean we we actually spoke. Um, we, we actually has just come out um, our Jim Dependence Day special. Yep. You see what we did there, with yeah, Jim Hill, uh, where he was. Uh, I don't know. I genius. I don't know who came up with it. Um, where he was talking about Diagon Alley, but, but I the think thing we've been is, drinking. It's always that's true. It's always good to hear somebody else's view. So he was quite taken with it. You know what I mean. I met Hill in a good there. way, not the uh, Liam Neeson way. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> so, and and me and him pretty much agreed. So, I probably have the same uh, feeling that he did. I, you know, I'm a big Disney, you know, fanboy, but I was very impressed with the uh, the whole Diagon Alley. I was more impressed with it at night than I was with mm. the day, mm. but I was impressed with the fit on the Gringotts uh, ride. We tried to get on, and uh, mm -hmm. let me tell you, it wasn't just a question of fitting because I fit. But you had to be really tiny to, for that thing to push down enough to get a green light oh. on your on your fit. I mean, you had to be quite small. You could be half my size and still not fit. Mm -hmm. So how does that compare with the uh, the restraints on the Forbidden Journey? Uh, pretty much, I would say about the same. I don't okay. think if you can't fit on Forbidden Journey, I don't believe you'll fit on Gringotts. And what's odd is... The mine train in Disney is also not the largest fit, but I fit fine and comfortable in that. Whereas uh, Gringotts, again, I fit in the seat, but then they have this thing that goes over your lap. I think we lost Nick again. It goes over your lap, and it has to come down so much to get this green light that it was just impossible. When I said, okay, here's where I have it, and then I looked at the empty seat next to me, and I said, let me just see how far down it has to go to get the green. I thought maybe I could make it, and then I was my hand was on the floor. I was like, oh, forget that. 
It was like even lose, even not having that next hamburger is not going to make the difference. <laughs> you got to remember, it was designed for those green go- goblins. I mean, you know. yep. The question yeah. is, can Warwick Davis go on it? You know, I heard he had. He has to have trouble. They're going to have to get something. I think he went on it, but they had to modify the lock-in mechanism just to make sure he was in. Yes. I once, I honestly once worked with Warwick Davis on a TV show, um, and he's one of the most polite celebrities I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really absolutely guy. amazing guy. Really, really nice guy. Um, Mitzi Burton. Yep. Wow. He was walking around Diagon Alley with Helena Bonham Carter, his wife. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't give up. I went, Tim. And he was kept walking. I went, Tim. Kept walking. I finally <laughs> yelled out, Tim. And he turned around. And he was like, oh, I better shut this guy up. I said, let me take a, me take a picture with you. So uh, he put his hand on my shoulder, took a nice picture with me. And people on Facebook who saw the picture said, oh, my God, he's sucking out your soul. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, which really other people would have been, Tim, 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 <laughs> take a picture of me and your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I did say something to him that I, I don't know why I said it, but I made sure I let him know that Huey's Big Adventure would have been a terrible movie had it not been for him. I just needed to get that out. I was and he say... Uh, Funny enough, I was going to say, if you just shouted it out, shout that Tim as Pee Wee Herman, he would have probably turned around. But I'm really glad you said what you did. <laughs> that gone. is what it is. He didn't want to say yeah, you know, yes or no. He didn't take credit for it. He was pretty nice. Yeah. I've seen, I've, uh, I've very, very briefly met Helena uh, Bonham Carter, and she's stunning. She really, she really is attractive. I, I was, you know, you know, when you see someone in films, you think, yeah. But like in real life, I was, I was surprised how, how gorgeous she was. Really was. And I had no problems coming home and telling my wife. But um, so, so the, the ride, the Gringotts ride, guys, you might want to turn your ears off because you'll be going on this soon. But this guy ain't. And I want to know, what's he like? Now, again, I didn't get on it. But everybody that got on it told me that it was a lot like Transformers with roller coaster concepts to it. Like you did actually go on a track before you hit a screen which was in 3D and took over but made it feel seamless. So it really right. does sound like a piece of technology. So uh, a hybrid between the mummy and the Transformers then. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'd say now, it really sounds a little bit more like the Forbidden Journey and Transformers. Um well, you're not on the arm. There's no, you know, that arm that I was thinking more about the the way you kind of go from scene to screen. Pretty much, yeah. Except yeah. you're doing it on a roller coaster track with wheels. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now like the Transformers, uh, Mummy, Harry Potter. Okay, yeah. Did you try yeah. the butter beer ice cream, John? No. I, yes, actually, I did. Yeah. Any good? It was sweet as heck, but delicious. Yeah. Mm. Also, I'm tried. Not... They had a little crumble ice cream. And I mixed. Oh, listen to this. This was weird. I said, can I please get a little bit of the butterbeer ice cream and a little bit of the apple crumble? Because I thought you mix those two flavors together. They're going to be amazing. They thought it was like illegal to mix flavors of ice cream. They said, I'd have to mix it. I was like, fine. Give me some of that. And give me some of that. And then I got it in my hands. I mixed it. And I was correct. It was delicious. <laughs> but they're not allowed to mix flavors of ice cream. They, they were like scared that it was going to explode. Literally, she says, well, I can't do that. And I was like, real? All right, give it <laughs> yeah, stop, yeah, stop taking the Harry Potter allegories too far. Okay. Say, it does sound like they thought, oh, if we mix these potions together, 
we might call something. Um, this, I, yeah, I'm not convinced on Butterbeer, but you know, I'd still give the ice cream a shot just because you have to, don't you? Yeah. Go to. Yes, the nice creamy soft serve. It was good. <laughs> and and was there any other highlights from the land that you? Uh, uh, mostly the train, the the Hogwarts Express ride. I thought was really nice. Uh, you know, again, it's not. People thought that it would be in 3D. It is not in 3D, but it mm. is a recessed monitor outside the window that is a nice high definition. So it does give you the appearance that you are traveling through yeah. countryside of London, where you know what I could imagine was the Harry Potter world there, mm. and. Um, and I'm sure you've heard this. The doors where you walk into the cabin of the train, they're like frosted, and they're also TV screens. So it appears mm. as though people are walking and doing things outside your cabin. Well, I mean, I've seen I've seen uh, footage of the journey from uh, Hogsmeade to Diagon Alley, and, okay. uh, and and saw both sides. So I saw the frosted side and the the window side. Okay. Um, and I was blown away. And this is just a YouTube video. In fact, it might have been your YouTube video actually thinking about it. Yeah. Well, if you if you did mine, you you did see both sides because I, yes. I did was like, no, it was yours. Together. Yes, it was yours. It was yours that I saw. Yeah. And you kind of uh, cut between very very good editing as well, by the way. Um, yeah. I used one audio track, so you didn't feel the cuts, but I cut between the scenes, so you saw what was good. happening. Yeah, I've got to be honest. Like, yeah, you're you're right. The audio will see this, um, but yeah, it, it, it looked it looked great. And I mean, that I think you did it really well in cutting the two because most people would just upload a video of one side and then would probably upload a video of the other side. So you know, I'll, I'll say it now. Yours is the best video. So if you haven't seen it, look for Mr. Pandas. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I was blown away by it. Um, I really was. But the question that no one's uh, answered for me so far is how do you get onto the train how do you get onto the right platform wait oh how do you to go through the, the nine and three quarters track mm-hmm. you you do walk through a wall but it's it's an illusion i mean you if you look through a mirror that they have there it appears as though you're walking through the wall mm-hmm. but in reality when you're doing it it's nothing it's no big deal it's like eh. so it's really you have to look through the mirror at someone else going through to get the illusion Right, yeah. Ah. It's like a, it's like a Pepper's Ghost effect, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I figured that that would have to be what it was, but at the same time, no one's really spoken about it so far, um, and it was something that interested me. Yeah. I do wish that would have been more of an allusion to the people doing it and not having to just watch someone else do it. I think they could have kind of uh, lined it up better with the brick so it looked like there wasn't an, you know, an, an alcove there. <laughs> because like, that that would be the worst expansion ever, if we've uh, we, we've we've built a multi-million dollar ride and everything, and you have to get to it through this wall. Oh, you can't! You're a muggle. <laughs> <laughs> now here's here's something interesting. The train is actually not on, uh, not going on its own volition. It is being pulled by a cable back and forth from the destination. So when you go from uh, islands. When you go from Universal to Islands of Adventure, the train is moving forward. When you go the other way, you actually see the train just going in reverse. The locomotive is in reverse. Mm. <laughs> it kind of looks weird, but that's the way they can get the uh, they can get it to happen, and they don't mm. mind the, the disillusionment there of that yes. part. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. So, um, well, we've we've covered quite a bit of the news. But Mr. Panda, I want to know a bit more about you. You said you moved down from New New York. 
down down from to New York where we drink coffee and water. Coffee and donuts. Get out of here. Get out of here. What are you doing? walking me? here. You guys gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I'm rubbish at accents, I'm not even gonna bother. <laughs> bother. Yeah. It's not it's, to be honest, it's not even a very good English accent he does, to be fair. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna edit out a bit that tells me you to. And I've cut that. <laughs> yeah. <man. sighs> um. So you you moved down to to be near the theme parks. So when did you first experience the theme parks that made you want to move down? 1976. I was five years old, and I remember just thinking at that at five years old, I just knew we live way too far from this excitement. This is ridiculous. We need to. We need to be closer dad, to this. Dad, dad, <laughs> Yep. And my father told me, you will grow out of this. And he was totally wrong about that. <laughs> uh, so eventually moving down there. So what is it you, you do with yourself during the day? To, uh... Uh, you know, it's funny. I used to have a uh, mystery shopping company where we did customer service evaluations. But yep. that began to fail after the economy pretty much went bad years ago. So now I'm actually doing this full time and I'm working with, uh, if you allow me to mention David's Vacation Club Rentals, the dbcrentals.com. He works with me uh, where I do a lot of video work for them. I make uh, videos of the hotels, the resorts, uh, the rooms, and then my videos. And that's now my living, which oh. is amazing because it's kind of like, you know how people say if you do what you love, the money follows? Yeah. I never expected to make a dollar. I just was doing what I loved, and the fact that the money followed was really an amazing thing. <laughs> uh, brilliant stuff, brilliant stuff. So, I, I, I'm a nerd when it comes to that. So, so what kind of equipment are you using to do your filming? Um, you know, we, they don't make the model anymore of the camera, but it's basically the highest-end Sony uh, camcorder for a consumer. It was about $1,500, but the best part of it was, you know, it does the 1080 and the 60 yeah. frames per second. But it has a s optical steady shot where the lens floats within this little chamber. So even if I shake a little bit, which on some of these rides you can't help it, it kind of really helps it stay steady. So uh, a lot of times I'm shaking a lot more than you know from whatever is going on. And it doesn't feel that way to the viewer. And it's not computerized, so you don't get the pixels. It's actually optical in the lens, so it still maintains the clarity. I don't know, lucky person. <laughs> a monopod, a tripod, and all that junk. And I use Sony Vegas to edit. And the editing is probably what takes the most time. Yeah. Well, it makes me thinking I did really well my little tiny Panasonic 1080p. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit better than what I've got. Yeah. And, and, the, 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 I've, you know, I treated myself to a new camcorder for, for our whole life, but it's a complete monster. It's going to weigh a ton after a couple of days carrying it around. So. Is it still, what does it use? Betamax or VHS? Shoulder mounted. <laughs> yeah, one of you's taking the Mickey, the other one's telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the thing is, like, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't, I can't believe how small video cameras can be now. And they're cheap, exactly. Well, and that as well. Yeah, we we paid uh, well, about two hundred pound for ours, hundred fifty pound like that, something like that. And it it is palm size. It is literally palm size, yeah. and yet. It is much more powerful, much more better than uh, my last, I think it was probably mini DV I had, which at the time was about £800. 
Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's half the size, half, you know, more than half the weight. Incredible. Quality is outstanding. For what I need, you know, I'm not competing with uh, the Panda, so, (laughs) you know, it's good for what I need it for, but it's nowhere up to your standards. I've, 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 I'm I'm prepared for this, uh, this holiday with the uh, decent camcorder and then the, the GoPro. Everyone, (laughs) everyone's got to have a GoPro. The, yeah. the the chest harness, the wrist harness, and then the one that makes you look like a complete rapist. The, the head, <laughs> the, the head strap. <laughs> really? Why? Yeah, Why? You haven't got the you haven't got the NC the wrinkle harness then. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's probably more the one. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I, I'm know, going out in my chest harness and only my chest harness. <laughs> <laughs> Wowzers! <laughs> I think they call them reaction shots. <laughs> uh-huh. well, what I the GoPro is nice, but it's it's got a limited use. It doesn't zoom. It doesn't, no. you know. And then it, and it shakes a little bit when they have to like try to stabilize it. It does its little, it does its thing where it makes the picture look odd. But for what it is, it's great. Yeah, it, it serves its purpose. But I I can, exactly. yeah. Given compared to a, ca- a proper camcorder where you can actually see what you're filming rather than just pointing it in the right direction and hoping that oh, the wide angle lens is wide enough. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's the panoramic view. It is indeed. Oh, We've had this yeah. already. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but no, I mean, if if um, you're, you you can you just remind us what your YouTube channel is. Big fat to get what's Bigfatpanda.com. You know, you see, you're putting videos there monthly, John. Yeah. Oh, I would say weekly. Uh, weekly. If I go over a week without videos, people start to think I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> and in this day and age, you just can't afford to do that. Um, but not like pandemonium. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I told you hey, that. I used where, that, where you I used that at the end of my show. <laughs> <laughs> and, and do you film them? I mean, some of them you're using some sort of green or blue screen for the, for the background. Right, when I do my show, I use a green screen behind me because I like to show you what I'm talking about. I can't stand sometimes when people just assume everybody knows what they're saying. So I try to sync up, you know, what's behind me, like while I'm explaining something. So you could either look at my fat face or you could look behind me. You have a choice, which is nice. So uh, green screen, but it's got to be used well. If you use it, you know, in the wrong way, it gets annoying, I think. Mm, yeah. So... Do you, do you have a little studio at, at home, or do you just... Yep, we a... have a guest room that has now become a studio room. <laughs> uh, I'd love to do that, but my daughter would be really annoyed if I painted her entire <laughs> entire bedroom <laughs> in ludicrous do. green. Just in a green sheet, that's all you need, just a green sheet. Hang the fabric up, and then take it down when, when the studio's done. Oh, yeah, ask, ask Josh Gillespie, he knows. The yeah. big thing is lighting. More than the green screen, you have to really go and invest a little bit in the lights because when you light yourself and the green screen, you have to try to not get shadows and everything has to be kind of even so the computer sees the green color as even. <laughs> yeah, yeah, otherwise it looks like a really bad Tim Curry 80s film. Right. And if you get to interview someone that's wearing a green shirt, ah, oh, forget it. <laughs> you have to remember to tell people, please don't wear anything green. I do remember actually that that episode you did recently uh, with that interview of Kermit the Frog, which didn't go to plan. Which one? Oh, Kermit oh, the Frog! Okay. 
Yeah, it's 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 an hour in, hour into the podcast. He has been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other other green things are available. <laughs> Incredible Hulk. There's another one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what though. Um, we've got a test for you now. <gasps> yeah. Oh, good. It's that time. It, it is that time of the show where we put our guests to the test for a, a two-minute quiz on Disney movies. Oh, boy. Okay. I may not test this. That, it's, that, that's nice. all right. You, Join you, the club. <clears throat> it's, it's absolutely fine, Mr. Panda, because so far we've got a top ten list and we haven't gone through ten people. So whatever happens, yeah, whatever happens, you will get a top ten place and you'll be there for another for another few weeks yet. <coughs> so if if Paul survives that is. I wish yeah. the test was about the parks instead of the movies. Yeah. Unfortunately we don't get we don't get trivial pursuit Disney theme park edition over here. <laughs> so <Sorry>, I <laughs> you're, you're giving away. I I wrote all these from knowledge. My my QI elves. Yes. Ah, dear, oh dear. Perhaps we should do it. some right, sort of let's, QI. Let's try. Right, here we go. Right, I'm about to press the minute, and uh, one of those is go. <laughs> it's not that one. Start. There we go. Okay. Uh, what musical instrument does Duchess play to O'Malley the Alley Cat? Oh, God. I have no idea. Flute, I'm guessing. What is the name of Tarzan's adoptive mother? Whose adoptive mother? Tarzan. Tarzan. Oh, oh, uh, Tarzania. I'm, I'm, I totally don't know. <laughs> oh, dear. In Bambi, which birds warn the animals that the hunters are in the forest? Uh, let's see. Well, the mother gets killed, so they don't do a very good job. <laughs> What birds? Uh, canaries. <laughs> we'll go for funnest answer. That's the best one. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. All right. Which famous actor gave his voice to John Smith? Oh, I. Mel Gibson. I have no idea. <sighs> Which king okay. appears only during the wedding of Robin Hood and Maid Marian? King Triton. I'm kidding. I don't know. Uh, King Philip. What's with Philip? What will never happen to Peter Pan? He will never grow old. Grow up. He will never grow up. Who are Aquata, Andrina, Arista, Atina, Adela, and Alana? Those are Ariel's sisters. No. Yeah. <laughs> what is the only speaking animal in the Sword in the Stone? Ooh, sword mm. in the stone. Only speaking animal. Beep, beep, beep. Time's up, but I've started, so I'll finish. I did bad. I got one right. Uh, uh, what, what did you answer to the last one? You got the choice. Say fox. Right, here we go then. Listeners, are you ready? Ready. Yes. Here we go, guys. <sighs> right. It's really what? off putting that. Is it? What my answer? Yeah, at the end of each question you don't give anything away and you go 
I, I feel like I've really disappointed you when I couldn't answer the question right. It's like my dad's asking me homework questions oh, again. Disappointed in you. Yeah. <laughs> what musical instrument does Duchess play to O'Malley? Anyone care to guess? I, I would have probably said flute, to be honest. Piano. As well. It's a harp. Oh. Ah. Oh. Uh. Uh, <laughs> so. Oh. What's the name of Tarzan's adoptive mother? Anyone want to guess? I really, I, I know, and I can't remember, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to really bug me and tell me. It would be Carla. Oh, I should really watch that film. <sighs> there we go. Uh, which birds warn the animals that the hunters are in the forest? Badgers. Uh, is it bluebirds? It's it's the crows. And uh, uh, not the one with Brandon Lee in. Um, you sure that they didn't see the elephant fly? I don't know. Perhaps no, he said crows, not racist crows. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, which actor gave his voice to John Smith? You got this right. It was indeed... Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yeah. Speaking Ooh. of speaking of racists, <laughs> <laughs> there's a segue. Yeah. Oh, the, which king appears only during the wedding of Robin and Marion? Gonna oh. be Richard the Lionheart. Isn't it, it is Richard the Lionheart. Yes. Oh, I was gonna say John. I was gonna be well wrong. Yeah, he comes back at the end. Uh, I thought I, li- I liked it in in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves when the King of England comes back as Sean Connery, <laughs> with a very, very <laughs> Scottish accent. But, uh, anyway, she, carry on. Comes comes back as some submarine captain from Russia, <laughs> <laughs> or an Irish policeman, or or a medicine man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what will never happen? <laughs> is someone opening more beer, or is that everyone going shush shush? shush? <laughs> yeah, that was that was the, the audience at home going shut up, shut up. <laughs> We want to hear the answers. What will never happen to Peter Pan? You were right. He will never grow up. Okay, good. So we're on two so far. That, that... Uh, actually, that's not true because if you've seen the film Hook, that's exactly what he does. No, get older, just not grow up. Yeah. It's a bit like us. Yeah. <laughs> it's optional. <laughs> Growing older is optional, yeah. Uh, Aquata, Andrina, Arista, Attila. No, Atina. Attila and Alana. Uh, Aerial, yeah, <laughs> oh, are, are indeed aerial sisters. Oh, I would have said Hercules' wenches. <laughs> <laughs> and the only speaking animal in the sword in the stone. It's an owl. It is indeed. Archimedes the owl. It is indeed. Yeah. I'm impressed. Did you Google did, that one? Absolutely no, absolutely not. Um, I loved Sword in the Stone when I was a kid, and when we had when we got Flynn. Um, originally, he was going to be Archimedes, except we, fe- we figured it was too long a name. Which reminds me, actually, um, just before you announce the final score, now's the time to say um, that um, as part of the show, we're going to have a new competition on Disaster Dark. Uh, name my next born child. So, uh, suggestions to the usual. Um, winner gets nothing, um, but the, the privilege of naming my child. So, three yeah. suggestions our way. And, and it's got to be Elsa or Anna. Surely. Probably. And, probably. What's then? For, for yeah. a boy. For a boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Anna and Elsa for a boy. Not sure what for a girl yet. <sighs> I, yeah. And, and, I, and I think a caveat there is we do have final veto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, actually, well, I think no. Lindsay, I think Lindsay's I was going to say, yeah. you so, don't, I don't. <laughs> Lindsay does. Yeah. Oh, so, come uh, on. Final suggestion may or may not be approved. <laughs> 
dear, oh dear, oh dear. Well, we are approaching the end. So, um, what was the score? What was the score? Oh yeah, that bit. Uh, three. Yeah. Three. He, he, he scored three. That's a good score. That That's is good. a good score. And I think you tied with me. I get three last week. And I'm just going to check the leaderboard to see where that Wait, puts if you. A, if there's a tie, we need a tie-breaking question, though. Actually, that puts you straight into third on the leaderboard. Here you go. Okay, I'll take it. That, that puts you uh, behind Caitlin, who no one's going to beat. Yeah. How do they do compared to Jim Hill? Uh, we haven't had Jim. Jim was going to do it last week. We, we were going to ask him, but we couldn't get him to shut up. Yeah, but basically, <laughs> with, uh, when we have Jim on the show, we basically set the record for you know just over an hour, say hello, introduce Jim, and then shut up. I usually cut the grass. <laughs> well, I just go away and wash the car. That's something that's so no, goddamn interesting. No, it's good. It's kind of yeah. So, he will. Uh, he he should knock it out of the park. I would have thought. I, he, yeah. Yeah, I, I have a feeling he's going to do good with this. He, he, yeah. Well, I think so. Yeah, he, he'll give Caitlin a run for her money. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Think so so uh, yes, um, but we are approaching time, gentlemen. Please, so uh, we are. for that final reminder, how do people contact the show? Well, of course they can visit our website at www.disafterdark.com, and they can email us at podcast at disafterdark.com. And we are still on Twitter at disafterdark and facebook.com forward slash disafterdark and macechat.com. Uh, YouTube at Disafterdark Podcast, Instagram, Pinterest, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Mr. Panda, would you like to give our listeners the final selling on where they can find you? Um, <laughs> yes, check me out, please, at BigFatPanda.com. Send me a message. I respond to everyone, whether it be good or bad. Hopefully, <laughs> right. <laughs> Much like us, actually. We don't mind. Yeah. We're not proud. Uh, um, and also, just, just before we go, um, unfortunately, Mighty uh, Gittis, um, you didn't retweet our status. You just followed us. So thank you for the follow. Um, <laughs> but I'm not going to mention you by name because you didn't retweet this. So sorry about that. You're out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, yes, gentlemen, that, that's that's it for another show. Oh, thank you guys. No, thank you for joining us, uh, John, Mr. Panda, sir. Yep. Yes. Hopefully, uh, a year from now, you will re-invite me. This is awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah it'd be great. Absolutely. No, very, very fun show of you, sir. Abs- did you just say absolutely? Two fingers worth of beer, mate. Oh. <laughs> he did, look, we didn't explain the rules before the show started. It's not his fault. <laughs> uh, it's, you are welcome back at any time. Great fun yep. to have you here. And uh, I'll say, Paul and myself, and not Nick, are, are mm. out in Florida in the... Within the next month and a bit, hey, yep. we can we can we can Skype, we can um, we could yeah. video FaceTime. Let me know when you guys yeah. are out here so I can come into the park and say hello. We'll be yeah. there. We'll be there. Fantastic. We'll, we'll have a beer after all. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there you go, dear listener. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, see you all in two weeks' time. Goodbye. Bye bye now. Growing older is mandatory. Growing up is optional. This After Dark, the podcast is nearly the same as all the others. Uh, 
we're not, not, not outroed by a 20th century fox, are we? I don't know. I thought it was Star Wars beginning that I was expecting. <laughs> I, I, it's all I can do to get Skype fucking working. <laughs> <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> Yo.